Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Jesse Cup. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. Hello, everyone. Switch up. I'm just kidding. How y'all doing this morning? Wasn't that amazing? Come on, how y'all feeling? Awesome. Well, I don't want to take too much time here, but I just had um, I just, I just had something in my heart, just a word as I was coming in here, and it was just, <laughs> it was wild, y'all. We went out to California, and then coming back, for me, as I've probably said 15 million times, I, I see and feel. And so for me, when I go to different states or anything, I feel the atmospheres of wherever I'm at. And sometimes you don't realize where you're at until you leave it and come back to it. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, so coming back into Indiana, I remember I was driving here, and I was just like, there's just so much distraction in the atmosphere. I spoke on it last week, but there was just so much of just like, whether it be like you're thinking of an argument, or you're thinking of some other frustration, or so offended about this, or whatever it was. And I was just like, Jesus, what is this? Why is it so just, ugh, in your face, distractions everywhere here? And he's like, except the difference is, here you're on a battlefield. And I was like, Okay, this is, wow, what's going on? And then he just gave me this vision of just punching down from heaven to earth, and it was like the glory of God just hit down to the earth and just funneled down to Indiana to where we're at here, and just a cloud of glory poured out, just an overflowing that there is breakthrough in this room, but in this house, and that God's actually doing something so far beyond that we're taking the high ground, that we're shifting the battle, that we're shifting the war, that there's actually a change going on right now. Y'all hearing me? Are y'all alive out there? God's doing something. I don't tell you this so you just think, oh my goodness, there's distractions and stuff. I say it so you're aware, aware of what we can step into because God is pushing into this earth today. So Chris said something amazing and I just want to share this too is, you know, we get so stuck in thinking we're praying from earth to heaven, but it's from heaven to earth. We have to think from the perspective of heaven to earth. So I just release that right now to shift perspectives to pray and to seek God from heaven to earth, that we are already seated in heavenly places and we get to pull down the glory of God. We don't have to push up to it. <laughs> y'all hearing me? So let's release that in Jesus' name. Thank you all. I want to go ahead and invite up Jesse so we can keep this glory. Stay in this place, y'all. Don't leave it. Don't ever leave it. There's something good today. I want you to. I just want you to release what. What do you feel like God wants to bust through right now in here? So we we hit a little bit of it last week, but minds. God God is breaking things off of minds right now and just removing the distractions from life and anything within the heart just offenses anything that feels frustrations, angers, anything like that. And it's going to be real and authentic. If you feel like that's you, go ahead and stand up. Just take a moment. Stand up. If you feel like it's been so chaotic, the world around you is just shaking and rattling and you don't know what's going on and it just feels so, and even it could be subtle, just subtle going. I feel like God is just shifting an entire room today. So Holy Spirit, right now, we just release your presence over every mind in this room. Everyone standing, Lord, let there be a grace, a shift right now, a breakthrough moment. 
God, that you would remove any distractions from the mind, any distractions from the heart. Every heart be healed right now in Jesus' name, and every mind be cleared in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, just rest on each one with fire right now. <laughs> I just see a joy of God being released, that the joy of God laughs in the face of distraction. <laughs> he laughs at the enemy and shakes frustration from us. You can't be angry in joy. <laughs> There's a joy on this earth today, and that's how we're going to shift into the love of God that needs to be poured out. So bless you with that in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Good morning. Whew, that was that was some awesome worship, guys. Come on. You know what makes it the most awesome? That God was here. Amen. Still is. <laughs> Um, in case you didn't know, Jessica and I and, and Seth and Josh and Lisa just got to be in Redding, California for a week at Bethel's Leaders Advanced Conference. And I mean, I've got a pretty awesome message ready for you guys. And uh, I'm just going to I'm going to put that on hold right now because I just I want to I just want to take a little bit of time to bring to you of the spirit what we just experienced and I don't even know for sure how to do this right now to be honest uh, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you if you if you desire to benefit even though even though we don't fully understand it benefit from the impartation of all that we just got from our our mothership right Reading Bethel um, if, if you, if you want to receive from, from that, like, it's not just going to be something that just happens in the next few minutes, like, we're bringing it into our midst to build with it, okay? And we're just, we're building on foundation, we're building precept on precept, but, um, but I, I do want to bring the weight of the spirit of it, and so if, if you guys want to just fast track, just jump right in, I want to ask you to stand up, and I'm just going <clears> to... <throat> And pray over us. Um, Bethel Church is is our family. That's our spiritual covering. That's our that's our commissioning uh, spiritual leaders, and and we just gotta spend a week with a bunch of high level leaders and and just radical people around the world coming into one big room and and just getting worshiping, getting in his presence together, getting pretty drunk in the Holy Spirit. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 the Lord, and the Lord brought some real, real encouraging words to us as well, but um, <clears throat> I want you guys to just open your hands up and receive position. <laughs> I would I would remind you that that the things that the Lord is doing in us as as leaders is not just for us as individuals it's for us as a as a church and and even as for us as a in, in a region as well so I want you to know that that if you 
Um, if, if you call this your home or if you, if you like honor what God's doing here, like the, the inheritance is for you as well. Okay. I just want to, I just want to remind you of that. And Jesus said, um, honor, honor a prophet or receive a prophet in the name of a prophet and you'll receive a prophet's reward. And, you know, we, we, we have a high level of, of honor for Bethel and what God's doing there and just our spiritual leaders and, and so we received a lot of impartation, and, uh, but, but that's not just for us. It's for you, okay? I want you guys to know that. It's, it's for you. And so I want to just encourage you to open your hearts right now and just lay hold of the Spirit and just trust. Because I, I just tell you right now, there, there's an increase of anointing. <laughs> There's an increase of open heavens awareness. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, I ask you to fall on each person right now in the name of Jesus. Fall on us all right now. <laughs> Move in this place. Move in this place. Fall on each person right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and I want to ask you to lay your hand on the person next to you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Just let the Spirit fall on you right now. <clears throat> He's been moving. He's been moving. And I mean, when, when we had our, our last elements class a couple of weeks ago, God came in here so strong. And we want to steward what He's doing. We want to we lay hold of it and we want to catalyze that. We want to be catalysts. Amen. <laughs> Why don't you just believe right now that the Holy Spirit's in here and that he's flowing through you? And and then receive also let let the spirit flow through the person next to you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> <laughs> in pre-service prayer this morning, I was, I was in there and we were just soaking for a while and I was, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't pray for a while because I just was observing with my spirit in the spirit realm and it, it just felt so real and apparent to me that, that God is here. <laughs> he's here like what more could you dream of than to, than to have God where you are and he's here he's here he's here he's here and, and I, I feel that, that something is shifting too in a, like a, a next level 
all right? I feel that there's a next level. And, and I, don't, I don't feel like it's something that we're trying to contend for. I, I, I believe that the next level's here. But you have to believe that, though. And, and belief isn't just a passive, like a, I, I believe that, like kind of like a cognitive understanding. It's, it's an active, I'm going to lay hold of it with my belief. All right? <laughs> and the Lord was just showing me, like, he's, he's building his kingdom. He's building his kingdom right here. Right here. His kingdom is in our midst. It's in our midst right here, right now. Right here, right now. He's doing more than you know he is. He's doing more than you know. And, and he doesn't quit doing it when you or I get overwhelmed or distracted or whatever, whatever the things are that the devil tries to give us a good enough excuse to stop focusing our belief on his <laughs> victorious presence in our life. Like he's, 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 he's working and he's doing more than you know. And he's doing it right now. He's building his kingdom. He's building his church. You guys don't show up to church and hope that Jesus shows up. All right? Jesus is building his church and he's hoping you show up. And I don't just mean physically, I mean in faith. Amen? <laughs> Oh, there's more. Whoa, he's here. I feel him. Lord, I ask you to let, let the, the baptism of what you're doing fall on us right now. Wow, thank you, Lord. <clears throat> and I, I was feeling this morning when I was seeing this, like it wasn't a vision. It was like a spiritual awareness. And, and, and the Lord was reminding me of, I, I, I think it was Elisha. I don't want to get him confused with Elijah. I think it was Elisha was up on a hill with his servant. And, and they, the, army, the evil armies that hated God were coming against them to kill them. And he's just sitting there chilling. Like, like a lot of times we're surrounded here in this, in this world in 2021, overwhelmed with everything that's going on. <clears throat> Sometimes even feeling hopeless like... What, like, how are we ever supposed to gain ground when this is happening or this is happening? And, and like, Elisha was, like, his neck was on the line. He's just sitting there chilling. He's probably kicking back, eating an apple or something. And his servants all freaked out. The armies of the enemy are coming against you. They're going to kill you and me. Freaked out. And then Elisha says, Lord, open, open my servant's eyes. <clears throat> and immediately he saw armies of angels and chariots of fire all around them. Like so much that it didn't even matter. Like it, what they saw in the physical didn't even matter anymore. But Elisha knew it the whole time. And, and the Lord 
wants to open our eyes to show us that the kingdom is in our midst. (laughs) The kingdom is in your midst. The kingdom is at hand. He's staring you in the face. He's bigger. He's bigger than any political system, bigger than any laws being passed, or bigger than your most recent frustration. Bigger. He's here. He's working. He, he didn't just show up all of a sudden when the, when the servant's eyes were open. He, God didn't just decide that was right when He's going to come was when He opened His eyes. But He was already there. Already there. That's why Elisha was able to kick back and eat an apple. <laughs> no sweat. God's got it. Amen? And He was just showing me that this morning. And I, I just feel that the Lord, he, he just wants to open your eyes and my eyes more to show, guys, the victory is God's. Jesus is building His church. Come on. Upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail. Come on. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. But God's doing something amazing. He's doing something amazing. And I, I want you guys to know, like th- this is my heart for us this morning, is the... the like God is having fun and, and, and it's all, like it can be a fun life. It's supposed to be. But, it, but while, it's, while we're having fun, like God's serious about what He's doing. And when he, te- when he said that He's sending you into all the world to bring His kingdom, He's not toying around. Like He's serious. He has big plans. It's not, a, it's not a question of, are you worthy? It's a question of, will you do it? Will you believe? Will you live it? Will, will you take... What, what, the, <laughs> Isaiah saw the Lord and he said, whom will I send? <laughs> oh, wow. Starting to get drunk. Who will I send? Like he's not looking, he's not trying to, he's not like picking out the select few. He's like, which, which of you are willing? We, I got a mission. Jesus died on the cross so he could save an entire race of people, human race. He's got every single broken soul in mind. He didn't reserve the, the great commission for the spiritual elite. He's here. He's building His kingdom. Come on. Passive Christianity misses everything that God's doing. 
because we're so focused on trying to be a good Christian in a carnal world. He's trying to raise up sons and daughters of the kingdom to go into the world. Come on. (laughs) I'm going to invite you to, to keep standing Keep playing your hands on people or, or whatever you want to do. You can sit if you want. I'm not leaving this mode, but I, I want to start just saying a few things. Whew. But you got to keep drinking and you got to keep re- receiving from his presence. I want, to, I want to just tell you guys just a few key nuggets that I brought back from Reading. And I'm not going to preach right now, so just, just keep receiving, all right? This isn't going to be a sermon. Just stay in that place. You can keep that music going and we'll just do this. There are so many things that we picked up in Reading this week. And I'm I'm sure that you asked people that were with us and they'll have other things to add. And I just want to tell you guys just a a few. And next week I'll be like, well, that wasn't even the main one. This other one was. But, But the ones that are on my mind right now that I want to tell you, like Bethel is one of the most dynamic ministries on this earth. And we were there, and we were in the middle of it, and we were immersed. And, and some of my biggest, greatest heroes were there. And there were times, like, I, I, I remember back in the day having to work through, like, the celebrity, like, ooh, I want to be noticed by that person or whatever. But this time, no. Nah. <laughs> no, we're, we're showing up, and we know who we are. We know who we are, and I know who they are, and the honor has not gone down. It's gone up, but, but it's, not, it's not celebrity. And, but, but there are several moments throughout the week that when all the amazing commotions going on around us, I saw Jesus come stand before me, and He's the same person that I know right here. He's the same person that that I know in overflow. He's the same person I know sitting on my office chair when nobody else is in the room. Same Jesus. And we can get all caught up on whose session am I going to go to? Who do I get to have a coffee with? (laughs) Who's going to notice me and give me a prophetic word? And Jesus is like, I'm here. I'm here. That used to be a, that I used to have to work through that to get to that place, but now it's like, that's all I, that's all I need. That's all I need. I didn't have to work through it because he's already worked it through me. I used to, but Jesus standing right there, like, it's all amazing, but it's, it's all about him. He's right here, right here. Pretty awesome, huh? All about Jesus. One, one of the things that came up strong this week was um, given a real honest evaluation of how the body of Christ doing in this 2021 season. And, and the honest evaluation is is it's actually had a major setback. 
Danny Silk was talking about um, we, we need to be people who live by conviction. If you don't live by conviction, what was the word he, that he gave on that? If you don't live by conviction, you're going be, to become complacent. I think, was that the word he said? Something like, you're going to become complacent. It's either conviction or complacent. And, and if you don't live by conviction where you're grounded in, in knowing who God is, knowing what truth is, and knowing who you are, the, the pressures of society have amplified like none in history, right? And trying to tell you who you are or who you need to become, and it's, it's conformity. That was the word he gave. If you don't live by conviction, you're going to conform. And the world, the spirit of the world is trying to pressure you to conform. And he was talking about how if a person tries to live by conviction and not waver, then, you, then you're, you're the one who's noticed as the one who's standing. He said that the culture is kind of like the whack-a-mole. You know the whack-a-mole the, at the arcade? If those, those things pop up, there's a, there's a mole that pops up, and you have this hammer, and you bam, bam, bam. You try to keep them down, right? Keep them down. Bam, bam, bam. And if you try to stand and, and, and keep your conviction, the, the culture is going to try to bam, make you, make you regret that you, that you stood your ground with something that you believed in. How many of you know that the world will not be transformed by whack-a-moles? By conformists, Jesus, Jesus didn't say, all authority has been given to me, now go and conform by the world. He, he raised up some of the most controversial people. We, we don't want to be controversial for the sake of controversy. We want to do it for the, we want to just stand for the kingdom and if that happens to be controversial <laughs> sorry for you I'm not changing and, and, and the church has been whack-a-mold <laughs> through all this craziness in the last couple years God's a redeemer but the church has, to, the, the Christians, the, the sons and daughters of God, we need to remember who we are as individuals and as the church and not let anything influence us to waver in that. Amen? And, and so the Lord needs us to retake ground that's been lost. I don't feel like we've lost ground here at Overflow. I feel like we're gaining ground honestly I really do I, there was moments when it felt like that but I, I feel like we're grounded and so that was another thing I brought back too after a week in, in Reading and feeling validated by God that what we're building right here this is the real thing it is and, and even the DNA the DNA of the culture of Bethel we have it here. It's, it's growing here. Come on. That's awesome. That's awesome.
One of the other things that, that I found kept coming up, not from the stage, but more from interacting with people who I've known for years. And um, <clears throat> over the last several years, I've, I've seen so many people who used to be on fire for Jesus who have fallen away from the Lord. And like in the moment of being on fire for Jesus, like you get seen, you get celebrated, you're walking in signs and wonders or, or prophetic or whatever, and everybody's like, that's the one, that's the revivalist, and everybody wants to get around them, and then they leave an environment that has created that, that atmosphere for them, they leave it, and then they, they don't have the root system to support it in an environment that's not celebrating that, and, and it's, I think it probably little by little, the whack-a-mole, probably battered people. And, and so, like, it's a real sad thing. It breaks my heart when I see people who have seen the fire in them. And, and they've either, some of them have lost the fire, but they have kept their relationship with Jesus, but kind of like, not like what I remembered. That breaks my heart, but that's better than the ones who've gone even farther and fallen away from Jesus. But, but I kept bumping into people that I knew was, was walking it out back when I was in the school and they're still on fire, and I'm like, I championed each one of them. I said, I am so proud of you that you're still walking with Jesus and that you're still demonstrating him to the world around you. That needs to be celebrated. And, and just the reminder that the yes that we gave Jesus when we, when we got saved doesn't need to be a, I said yes back then. It needs to be a continual yes. Yes, Lord. Every day, yes, Lord. I want to obey you. Yes, Lord. I serve you. Yes, Lord. Getting a bad relationship. Yes, Lord. I, I, my, my heart started getting angry and, and I, I went hard in my heart. Yes, Lord. What does that yes mean right there? It means I need to forgive and love and, and humble myself. Yes, Lord. Constant yeses all the way. Like, it, like Jesus didn't, he didn't want our salvation to be an altar call. Yes, Lord. And then you go on. I'm a Christian now. No, it's a yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. That doesn't feel good, Lord, but you're my Lord. Yes, Jesus. Let me celebrate you guys right now that you're walking with Jesus. You guys are amazing. I think that we should celebrate one another right now. Seriously, in a time like now, you're still walking with Jesus? Come on, let's give each other a big hand. For, for keeping your yes a yes with the Lord. Come on. That's amazing. Thank you, Jesus. And, and, and then another, another thing that I, that I reminded was reminded of that you guys hopefully know already is in me, but I want more, and that's the importance of drinking. drinking the Holy Ghost and not letting ourselves get dry and crispy. 
Is anybody a little too crispy in here right now? <laughs> I might be a little too crispy right now because I want more. I want to I be waterlogged. We're going to drink here in a moment. <laughs> and then the last one I'm going to give you. I know this isn't a normal sermon. Thanks, man. The, um, on my last day there, the one of the one thing that was that was ministered to my heart from a from a father there, um, and it's this: the father yearns for more intimacy with you than what you currently have. The Father, God, you know, the scary one of the Trinity? (laughs) He's not scary. He loves you. He loves you more than you could ever imagine. He, he loves you. He loves you way more than you'll ever imagine. <clears throat> and, and he wants more. He wants more of your heart. Not, not just out of obedience, more of your heart for him to love. That, that was a, that's one I took on my last day that I'm like, I'm going to need to spend some time on this. Let Papa come and love this heart of mine. He wants to love on you. Like, he's, he's just trying to get you closer to him. That's what it's honestly all about. We have the great commission and to go out and do all the great things. And that's like God's, God's depending on you to be his commission bearers. But what's it unto? Getting more children for him to love on. But he wants to love on you first. You can't give away what you don't have. Amen. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Ryan to come up here and uh, can we do Abba again? Yep. Um I want you, if you're able to, I want you to stand, and before we actually start singing, you can start strumming, but um, yeah, go do what you need to. Um, I want us to drink of the Spirit for a moment. <laughs> Lisa texted me. Um, she must be watching online right now. They, they were, after a long week, they, were, they needed a day off. She texted me because what Danny was saying about um, you can either live by conviction or conformity. So, yeah. Do you guys want to know what one of my, the desires of my heart is with overflow? For us to become the drunkest church around? <laughs> Just being honest. I, I and, and I'm totally cool if people aren't into that, like, 
They're, that's totally fine. It really is. Uh, the drunk can look different in different ways, and it doesn't have to look like me. Where sometimes I'm like, whoa, and like falling down. And I spent I spent probably a good hour combined on the floor at least in Reading. It was so good. <laughs> you guys are a little too sober this morning. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you are. You're a little too sober. We're gonna work on that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah, why don't, you, why don't you just open your hands to the Lord. Let the Spirit fall on you. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's doing something awesome here, guys. This is, this is not unto just doing a bunch of these meetings every single week. Like, we're, we're doing this, building a... F- a family that's hosting his presence and, and lives are being changed. And, and he's got so much more. Like this is just a, this is just a appetizer of the more that he's bringing. All right. It's an appetizer, not just of a feast, but of a, uh, just a whole new constant dining experience. <laughs> it's taking us to another level. Holy Ghost, I ask you to fall on everybody right now and and that you'll just saturate us with your goodness. I ask you, Lord, that you will minister the love of the Father to us. We're going to just sing this song just for a few minutes before we dismiss, just to kind of close with an encounter moment. I I want you guys to not just sing, but but to really let the Father come and love on you and the Holy Spirit just to fill you right now as we go into this. Amen. Below. 
simple.